Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Welcome back to the Frontier Freedom Hour, continuing with Dr. Yoram Hazoni's speech at the 2023 Western Conservative Summit. They're also scared to serve in the military. I mean, they're scared to do almost anything that involves a major life commitment. Okay, and if they don't study Be Fruitful and Multiply in school, if they don't get it in their family, if you didn't read it with your children uh, at the family table, what are you surprised that they, they say, okay, well, look, what's important is, you know, that I have a good relationship with Jesus, getting married, I, that can happen later. I know lots of people like this. I, and again, I really don't mean to offend anybody, but it's a problem for Christians and Jews. What about, um, what about uh, uh, a child growing up without ever having studied Will not the judge of all the earth do justice? Abraham standing and confronting God. All right, now you can, I, I, I know that, you know, that I know a lot of good, good Christian scholars. These are, these are my, my good friends and allies. They say, well, we teach natural law, so it doesn't matter if we don't study the Old Testament. I say this is completely false. This is completely false. A child who hasn't stood there with Abraham, ask, demanding, Will not, the, will not the judge of all the earth do justice is never going to have an intuitive understanding of what script, the, the heart of scripture on, on political and moral issues. And when we're talking about, you know, America as a, as, as a Christian nation, as a biblical nation, if you don't like that term, you know, we can say something else. A, a, a nation that has a public life that's based on Christianity, some say Christian nationalism. Let's, let's not get into the terms, but we know what we're talking about. A country that's filled, filled with scriptural knowledge and is able to guide its path forward in history under God, right? One nation under God. Where does this come from? Right? It comes from studying Abraham and Jacob and Moses and David in covenant with God, at the head of a nation that's in covenant with God. Now, if, if you don't have an intuitive grasp of what it means to, for a nation to be in covenant with God, because you just didn't grow up thinking this way, if you don't understand that, you don't know what it means for a nation to commit to walk in all God's ways, as, as, as Moses says in Deuteronomy, you don't, you don't know what it means to, for God to promise to make of you a great nation, right? Let's make America great again. The, the, these slogans, these are biblical slogans. God promises Abraham that he's gonna make him a great nation. That's, that's where America's idea of becoming a great nation that is going to be a blessing to all the nations of the earth. This is Old Testament. It's the core of the political teaching of the Old Testament. And if you don't get it, if you don't have it in your bones, then when, you, when they ask you to say the Pledge of Allegiance and you say, I pledge allegiance, this is one nation under God with liberty and justice for all, you don't know what you're talking about because that's a summary of Hebrew scripture, of the Old Testament view of what a nation is supposed to be. Okay, now I, I, I could go on and on. What does it mean to, to, to grow up with, without the, the, the 10 precepts of Moses, without honor your father and your mother, without, without understanding that, that a family needs a Sabbath or it's not gonna be a real family, without, without understanding that, that, that 
you know, that, 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 that there is a moral minimum, and if you don't follow that, then there's no God in this place. God leaves the place, and, and, and when he leaves, terrible things happen. Or even national borders, you know, this debate, this endless, ceaseless, intolerable debate about immigration. You know, there didn't, the, the, 30 years ago, there were debates about immigration, but you know, the sides were so close to, to one another in comparison to today. Today, we have large portions of the country, including many good-hearted Christians and Jews, who think, well, you know, every, free people, equal people, we should, we, should, we should have charity, we should have mercy, we should just let them all in, why not? Borders are not an inheritance of Greek philosophy or of Roman philosophy, right? The, the, the entire Greco-Roman tradition is, is either about city-states or world empires. The only place that we inherit an idea of a nation with borders, and we're not supposed to cross the borders, and we're not supposed to conquer others, and they're not supposed to, to, to come and conquer us. The only source for this in Western tradition is in the Old Testament. Right? So, so if, if nobody's studying the Old Testament, that intuitive sense of a nation has to have borders, of course, it evaporates. Okay, I could go on, but you, you, you get the point. Now, I, I wanna say some, a few practical things. First, I've already said this, but I, I wanna emphasize it. You can't defeat woke neo-Marxism with liberalism. It isn't strong enough. The only force that can defeat woke neo-Marxism in America, in the end, is Christianity, is biblical religion. All right, now I'm, I... By the way, I, I feel like I should apologize that I'm, I'm, it's like I'm putting it all on, on Christians. You should understand, I, I don't think Jews are less responsible, it's just that Jews are like 2% of the population. So realistically, realistically, Christians have got to have got to do this. We, you know, Jews and other people will, will will do what we can to help, but Christians have got got to do this. If you don't wake up a politically active Christianity, then there is no there is no other way out. All right. So what do I mean by waking up a politically active Christianity? Obviously, people are really interested in, in the national elections for good reasons. Um, you know, DeSantis and Trump and you know, who, who's going to win. These are important things. I don't mean to belittle them. They're crucial. But there's too much emphasis on this. Because, in fact, what we really need right now is states, states, regions, parts of the country where there is still a Christian majority, or at least a pro-Christian majority, right? Like a, where you can put together people who are either Christian or non-Christian, but are willing to support a, a Christian public life, a biblically-based public life for the country. We need places where people can see that. Why? Because a lot of Christians think, you know, oh, oh gosh, well, we, we don't want, we don't want to have to end separation of church and state, we don't want a, a Christian, Christianized country because it'll be like the Ayatollahs, it'll be like Iran, you know, people are gonna be like, 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 you know, doing horrible things. That's what they want you to believe. I don't believe it, I'm not Christian, I don't believe it. I believe that, I, I just know a lot of Christians, I believe that if Christians were running many of the states in this country, and they were openly doing so, in the name of, of scripture, God and the scripture, if they were doing that, 
I actually think it would be a decent country. I think that lots of... I think lots of people could come to a state that was effectively a Christian democracy, a, a conservative democracy, and they would come and they would see it, and they would say, you know what, I was wrong. I actually think these Christians, I think that they can run a decent society for everybody. So right now, there aren't any examples. Right? There are no examples. The Christian, the, most Christians are afraid to even think about let's, let's turn our state into a showcase, a showcase of what a decent, tolerant, loving Christian democracy would look like based on biblical values. Most Christians are afraid to do this, but this is the thing that's most necessary right now because without examples like that, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if, if, if it's Trump or DeSantis. It doesn't matter if it's, if it's Mike Pence. In the end, we're going to be able to move out of this place if there are decent polities, states, cities, where, where you can go and say, look, life under Christian democracy is better. All right, so last thing I want to say is there's the national, there's the, the states, but all of this really begins with the family, with the congregation, with the local schools. All right, and I think Christians and everybody else who has a, any common sense, I think you've got to take your kids out of schools where God and scripture are not being taught. Now, we, we, we had sort of a first, first tiny, tiny little bit of good, good news in the state of Oklahoma. Last week, a panel voted to give charter school status to a Catholic school Okay, to, to a, a Christian school, all right, so you may not be Catholics, but this is a first step to a, a Catholic Christian school that is uh, supposed to be funded equally with other schools in the state of Oklahoma. I have no idea whether this is going to be able to win the, the, the legal challenges, but this is where the answer lies. You have to take over the public schools, that might be impossible. So start new schools, but pull your kids out of those schools. And if you can't do it where you're living, then move. Put your kids and your grandkids in a place where the, the public life is governed by biblical values. Go fight for it in a place where you can win. And don't forget that this all begins at home if you're not reading Bible with your kids. I mean the whole Bible. I don't just mean New Testament. I mean beginning in Genesis. If you're not reading Old Testament with your kids and, and, and New Testament, then don't expect that the schools are going to solve your problem. Thank you all. God bless you. Friends, you can watch all of these speeches and more at youtube.com backslash Centennial Institute. All speeches from the 2023 Western Conservative Summit going back all the way to our very beginning, the 2010 Western Conservative Summit. All there, youtube.com backslash Centennial Institute. Thank you all for another wonderful weekend. I look forward to being with you next weekend. God bless you and yeehaw.